Do you love Batman? Do you love Frasier? Do you love Seinfeld? Do you love Dr. Seuss? Do you love James Bond? Do you love Captain America? Oh, hell, do you just love everything that's nerd-related? I know I do. Well, you should come on over to a Nerds World podcast and listen to us, Justin and Andrew, talk everything that's nerd. Yeah, every two weeks, we delve into some random topic that we choose at the end of each episode, and we tell you the whole history of it, or as much as we feel the need to write down, our history of it, and our favorite things about it. So come on over to a Nerds World, wherever you listen to podcasts. everyone to pod and gore your one-stop shop for everything horror now here's your host justin and brandon take it away boys hello and welcome to pod and gore my name is brandon my name is justin welcome to our socially distanced quarantine special attempt (laughs) at doing distance recording so we can get some content out to you guys yeah it's been a while and we've been trying to figure out a way to do this that's uh, socially distanced and uh gets brandon out of my damn office for a while and we think we finally figured it out so hopefully yeah, this isn't crossed. too horrible I'm... to hear <laughs> I'm, yeah I'll, I'll know for sure uh once i get it done edited um ready to go uh, i'm gonna apologize up on front street as we both stated this is a, a distanced episode. Um, there will be background noises. Mm-hmm. I have my daughter in here watching Wreck-It Ralph. Um, I have my phone turned about, up so that I can hear him talking to me. <laughs> right. Um, this is definitely like every time we talk about how life happens, like my daughter in and out of rooms, this and that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it might happen in this episode, but that'll kind of little behind the scenes into my life you might actually just heard her talk and become saying dad i like your toys so (laughs) we will see how this goes and i'm just sitting here alone in my cool office that i just cleaned up and i wish you could see because it's all like nice and neat now my desk is a desk again is it really yeah i i did a pretty big rearrange i might have to take some pics and send you i'm but i'm also at the same time i'm kind of want to just say don't do that and then save the reveal for whenever you can come back yeah when i can come back over yeah i shouldn't screw it up too bad in that in the meantime no you shouldn't but i mean you can take some pictures just to be safe (laughs) (laughs) just in case as long as i don't get too much more stuff i should be fine right well who who knows how long this is going to last so it's very possible that I, i keep ordering stuff like like I got my band boxes coming. Um, I just got that Halloween book that you already have. Uh, I just keep online shopping. So. Oh yeah, I got stuff on. I ordered some toys like Monday. They won't be here till like the twenty seventh. Jeez, and I'm and I was pissed because on Monday I I bought a Traeger grill, and it won't be here till Tuesday. And my impatient <laughs> ass wants to get cooking. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's all... I totally understand. I mean, people are ordering things that are actually necessary, not stupid horseshit toys like me. So... No, no, toys are necessary, my man. Yeah. Well, I know. That's why I have my uh, contact from work hooking me up with uh, McDonald's toys from Canada. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's dive on in. So, um, 
we did an audible. We were going to do Leprechaun because at the time it was holiday appropriate. Um, mm-hmm. Now we are almost a month away from St. Patrick's Day, so we did a little. And there's bit of no a good uh, horror Easter movies. Um, I'm sure I could have looked, but I honestly I didn't even think about any. To be honest, I I would like, be amazed. I mean, I would love to see a, a, a rabbit with demon teeth as much as anybody, but I don't think it exists. So, the good thing about us having computers in front of us, dude, there is actually quite a bit, dude. We have, huh. uh, it's called Holidays, Bunny Man, Easter Bunny, Kill Kill, uh, Easter Casket, Easter Sunday, Bunny Man Massacre. I don't know Massacre. why I'm surprised. I have wanted to watch <laughs> Holidays, though. I'm sure it's terrible, yeah, the, but it... The, it well, the cover looks kind of cool. Yeah, I think but Seth Green is involved somehow. Hand, though. You what? I said I think Seth Green is involved somehow. I'm not sure. Thought I remembered huh. seeing his name in the cast list. It was on Netflix for a long time. Oh, okay. I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna try this again. Back to the topic at hand. See, this is the <laughs> this is the kicker, though, man. Because like we don't talk on the phone. We mm. talk at work. Mm-hmm. We talk when we record, so like we don't, you, we don't get those cues. So we're trying to minimize how much we try and me talk over people, um, and so bear with us. I'll just let um, you go and so, sit here quietly. <laughs> you're good. So this uh, this week we're doing a, um, it's called Hush. I I had seen this movie before, um, and I was like, you know, let's do this one. And so I had Justin watch it, and I think this might be one of the first times I've recommended something to him, and he enjoyed it. Yeah, I was going to say, most of the time when you pick a movie, I roll my eyes and go, Fuh. but this time, <laughs> like, this is my kind of horror movie. Yeah. It, it's smart, it's clever, it's an interesting twist on something we've seen a million times, and the yep. chick is badass. I mean, she does a great job. Yeah, she really does. Um, so, Hush is a 2016 American slasher film directed and edited by Mike Flanagan, starring Kate Siegel, who also co-wrote the film with Flanagan. Oh, the wow. film stars the film co-stars John Gallagher Jr., Michael Trucco, Samantha Sloyan, and em- Amelia Emma Graves. It was jointly produced by Trevor Macy through Intrepid Pictures and Jason Bloom through Blumhouse, Jason Blum through Blumhouse Productions. The film had its world premiere at South by Southwest on March 12, 2016, and was uh, released by Netflix on April 8, 2016. Hmm. The film has, though, been remade twice. Um, I'm going to butcher this. With Kolayuthir uh, Kalam and Kohamoshi being released in 2019. The tagline for the movie is Silence Can Be Killer. <laughs> um, so it stars Kate Siegel as Madison, Maddie Young, John Gallagher Jr. as The Man, Michael Trucco as John Stanley, Samantha Sloyan as Sarah Green, and Amelia Graves as Max. The production on this film, uh, nothing was known about the project until summer, until September of 2015 when it was revealed at a buyer's screening which occurred at, 20, at the 2015 Toronto International Film Festival. 
It was revealed that Mike Flanagan had directed and written the film along with his wife, Kate Siegel, who also stars in it. Um, on making the main character a deaf mute, Flanagan had said it originated from him wanting to do a movie without dialogue. The, film, the possibility of making the film entirely silent was briefly considered, but was soon abandoned when it was realized that building tension with this limitation would be impossible. True. Um, Flanagan also noted that the target audience would have not been used to silent films and as such would seek out every kind of audio stimulus anywhere else in the environment or simply choose not to watch the film at all. And well, it's kind of like uh, about, A Quiet Place. I mean, when you, right. I, I remember seeing that in theaters and like it was so deathly silent in the theater in a way I had never experienced before. Even just munching on popcorn, I felt like I was yelling. Just, <laughs> I wish I would have seen Quiet Place in theaters and maybe if we get the chance to see Quiet Place 2 in theaters, I will do that. You should. Um... <clears throat> But the thing that I like the most about this movie is what they did when it kind of faded in and out of, like, real world and then her perspective of how she couldn't hear anything. And mm -hmm. so, like, like with her uh, fire alarm, uh, with her smoke alarm, yeah, how it was deafening, but, you know, to her, she couldn't hear it. And so... It was just the bright light. Uh, spoilers. Yeah, exactly. And so, I like, I really, I really enjoyed how they... Instead of making the entire thing silent, like what he was talking about, they did just a little bit of that by weaving it in and out, and it was done, I think, edited in there really well. Yeah, it's kind of like I've been re-watching uh, Daredevil on Netflix. I just started season three before you called me, and it's kind of like how they okay. are able to heighten his abilities and what he can hear, but drown out everything mm -hmm. else. It's yeah. like almost the opposite of it. that. Oh, uh, side note, I'm almost done with the boys, man. I, oh, good job. I, 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 I'm so excited. I, it's so good. Just wait till the end. Uh, it's freaking crazy. I can't wait because, like, part of me regrets waiting so long to watch it, but then part of me is like, you know what? Now I don't have to wait as long for season two, so I'm not so upset. Yeah, as long as that's still on par for when it's supposed to come out, it should be within the next month or two. Right, and with it being on Amazon Prime, that sh I don't see how that would affect. It's not a theatrical re like release, so I don't. Yeah, see as how long as production <laughs> is done and they've done all the post, it should be fine. Yeah, I agree. Um, so the the script itself is considered largely uh, largely of scene directions, which Flanagan and Siegel developed by acting out in their own home. The fact that so much of the script was based around Flanagan and Siegel's own house provided problematic filming as when they went to shoot the film in Alabama, they could not find a house similar, similar enough to theirs and had to significantly alter their script. Hmm. Flanagan also found challenges in the single location and had to plan the cinematography to keep the film interesting to the audience especially given the mute nature of the protagonist. To this end, Flanagan used a steady cam to follow Siegel's every move, along with a boom mic and a spotter to make the movement more dynamic. The resulting audio for these scenes could not be used and had to be redone in post, with Flanagan noting that the audio initially sounded like a herd of elephants. Hmm. 
Um, to, to represent Mad, uh, Maddie's world, various ambient sounds were used, such as the sound of ultrasound machines. Flanagan did not want to use pure silence for those scenes, as he felt it would make the viewers even more aware of their surroundings and take them out of the experience. As a result of the aforementioned camera set, uh, camera set in, Siegel had to ADR her own breath into the film. Excuse me. The film soundtrack was compo composed by the Newton Brothers. Hmm. Um, we already talked about the release. Uh, was uh, it had a world premiere at South by Southwest. Prior to the uh, prior to the premiere, Netflix acquired uh, worldwide distribution rights to the film and released it in April. Acqu uh, the reception of the film, according to the review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes, 91% of the critics have given this film a positive review based on 35 reviews, with an average rating of 7.6 out of 10. The site's critics' consensus reads, Hush navigates the bloody waters of home invasion thrillers and incisive slashers for a contemporary horror puree. At, Met at Metacritic, which assigns and normalizes scores of of critics, uh, critic reviews, the film had weighted has a weighted average score of 67 out of 100, based on uh, reviews from seven critics, indicating generally favorable reviews. Um, Benjamin Lee of the Guardian said that the uh, said that Hush offers ingenuous, uh, ingenious suspense, and awarded it four out of five stars. Um, so. Uh, Jeff Berkshire Variety, though criticizing the film's third act, called it one of the most inspired concoctions to emerge from the busy Blumhouse thor horror thriller assembly line in recent years. Uh, well, yeah, as soon as you Gingolo said it was Blumhouse, I was like, okay, I'm sold. Yeah, right. That, yeah, I remember you telling me that it worked. Um, Michael Gingold of Fangoria gave the film three and a half out of four stars, calling a good old-fashioned, truly scary movie. Um... Jessup Wisner of TV Overmind gave the film a 4.7 out of 5, noting that thanks to the performances of uh, from its two leads, Hush, Hush succeeds in almost every aspect and delivers one of the best horror films in modern history. And then um, Richard Newby of the website Audiences Everywhere called the film a modern slasher movie classic that's not to be missed. And then the last one, Stephen King wrote about the film on April 20th of 2016, saying, How good is Hush? Up there with Halloween and, and even more, wait until dark. Uh, white knuckle time on, ne uh, on Netflix. Filmmaker William Friedkin, director of The Exorcist, also commented on the film, saying, Hush is a great horror film on Netflix. Terrifying. I get so that's that. some pretty high praise yeah. from Stephen King and... The director of Exorcist. Yeah, I mean, and I, I don't really have too much of a problem with the third act. I mean, it's the whole thing is actually quite solid. There's a few times where I'm just like, okay, in a, a real world scenario, he would have either left or killed her by now. Right, I, and I thought about that too, watching it, because I was like, I mean, this guy, as you can tell, um, and we'll get into this later on, but like when she gets a hold of his weapon and she sees the notches on there, it's obviously not the first time that he's probably done something like that. So he definitely gets his jollies. Yeah. That's how I from... eventually rationalize is like he, he enjoys playing with them and that's why he's doing it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, before we dive into the movie itself, I do have some fun facts here. Hmm. Not too many. Um, so because the main character is deaf and mute, the film contains less than 15 minutes of dialogue, meaning, wow. the, uh, meaning that more than 70 minutes occur without a single word spoken. They and I'm getting these off of IMDb, of course. Um, yeah. The film was filmed in 18 days. Fair enough. Um, director Mike Flanagan and co-writer star Carrie, Kate, uh, Kate Siegel are a married couple, and recently, oh no, sorry, and conceived the storyline of Hush while on a dinner date in 2014. They married in February 2016, so right before this came out, actually. Wow. Um, we already talked about that one. Uh, main character Maddie and her sister Max are named for Siegel's real-life niece and nephew. Hmm. Um, there's a quick shot of several books that the main character owns, among them the Stephen King novels Revival, Under the Dome, and most noticeably, Mr. Mercedes. Uh, one of the three horror movies directed by Mike Flanagan to be released in 2016. The others were uh, being Before I Wake and Ouija, Origin of Evil. See, I, I, I'm not, I was never too stoked to see Ouija. Yeah. But um, I'm like, he did such a solid job on this movie that I would almost be willing to give it a shot. You know what I mean? Like, start yeah, you to never finish, know. like you said, it. Yeah. Um, so only five living characters appear in the film with one only appearing in a computer conversation, appearing, uh, in a single location. And then Kate Siegel and Mike Flanagan previously worked together on Oculus in 2013. Hmm. Um, so there are some spoilers. I'm not going to, I'm only going to read this first one here uh because this uh, i didn't realize this i'm i like stephen king but i haven't i don't know all of his work right um and so i guess that um the book mr mercedes is another story about a psychotic serial killer whose motives are never explained mike uh mike flanagan being a huge stephen king fan and I guess King was a vocal fan of Flanagan's Oculus. I can kind of see why they would toss that Easter egg in there. Yeah. Um, and shortly after Hush was released, King expressed his enthusiasm for the film on Twitter saying, um, oh, I already read that, about how good it was. Yeah. So th that's really all that I have leading into it. Um, do you have anything you want to toss in there before we dive into your notes? No, so let's do it. Yeah, we're fast tracking it, man. I mean, like like we said, the, we're hoping the magic is still there, given that we're not in person. But yeah, I think the only problem will week, be our so timing the, is a little the, off because I have to kind of pause yeah. and wait for you to talk. Right, and we're not like I'm not feeling the hottest, so it's it's not you know sickness related. I just kind of have a headache, yeah. um, but it's not the the normal jabby good times, you know trash talking that you guys might be used to but i promise you it will be back <laughs> um if so not yeah on, diving over into the, the air movie. in my real life so <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah uh so diving into the movie here uh so it starts out that maddie is um you wrote down she's a deaf novelist and cooking dinner uh 
she's attempting to to make what looks like a real fancy dinner. So yeah. the thing was is like I don't know if she was anticipating because you find out that she had been she'd been there for like what a year more or less and um yeah and she's not with her ex-boyfriend craig anymore right um but she's like not talking to him but wants to talk to him but like the dinner that she made it looked like her face said it, it didn't taste very good when she was sampling it but it looked amazing yeah, it did. And so it's almost like I don't know if she was gonna try to invite him over. See, I thought was, I assumed that... it was the friend was coming over and like they have a weekly let's get together and have dinner thing, or See, her boyfriend or whatever was not gonna be home until late because he missed out right. on being killed the first time, and so yeah. they were getting together for dinner. Yeah, I could see that because I mean, yeah, there were there were the two racks of lamb in there. Yeah. Well, and um, then she apologized yeah, towards the end for screwing up on it too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And so, like as you mentioned, Sarah is um, the neighbor, and mm -hmm. that um, she ends up showing up to the house. She's on her way over. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're hanging out. So, because the notes that you wrote, um, and the funny thing is, is I literally just got done watching it about a half an hour ago, and I'm already forgetting. It's hot. In the and room, you've seen I'm it sweating. now three times. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Oh, you, I thought <laughs> I saw, you watched it the I other night. It. No, I was going to watch it the other night, but then when I realized I couldn't record with you, I just I played Days Gone on PlayStation. Oh, I understand. Yeah. So twice. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so she ends up showing up. Everything seems cool. Mm -hmm. But then like she comes back later that night when uh, Maddie's cleaning up the house and it's really fucked up, man, because it's like the one thing I didn't understand is how Maddie reads vibrations. Yeah. But when Sarah gets off, she's banging on the door. You would think that maybe, I mean, you can't hear it. But maybe well, it, I mean, the vibration have would have to come through the the floor. That's the only way that I think the thing with the smoke alarm is that it's so loud that it actually like vibrates the her bed and the walls. Yeah. Okay. There you. Whereas see, her banging on the door, which was an awesome scene, I did not see coming. There was she a lot have been of able to this movie. That. I feel like. <laughs> Well, like, it's so unexpected because I didn't really, enough. I I kind of watched the trailer when you sent it to me, but I kind of didn't because I didn't want to, you know, have preconceptions or anything. So I didn't really yeah. know what the movie was going to be, and I wasn't expecting it. And then she's pounding on the door and gets an arrow in the back. It's like, oh, holy shit, like, this is ramping up quick. Yeah, and it does, man. It go like... If only there are so many times that it like because he's just standing there staring in the window. Yeah. That you're like, fuck, that's unsettling, man. Well, yeah, and it was and one of those things a, where it was she, like any other horror movie. I'd be like, you don't hear that? Like, help her, help her. And then it clicked like, oh, <laughs> she can't. And this is horrifying right, because you, her friend is dying and she doesn't know. And she's trying to get her attention, yeah. but she can't and knows she won't be able to like. It's unsettling. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then when the guy kind of realizes that, and he's just kind of tapping on the window, and mm-hmm. then bangs on the window, and it's like, oh, fuck. Um, so I think the creepiest part is is when, you know, she's sitting, she's sitting on the couch, on her chair, yeah. and then she does the FaceTime with her sister, um, and, you know, she's like, he kind of, because ju- he's standing right behind her. Like mm-hmm. you said, he, you know, he's in the house. And he is standing right behind her and then moves out of the way just in time. And the sister's like, I think I saw something move. And she's like, oh, you know, they're signing back and forth. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of funny that her cat's name was, was Bitch. Because, <laughs> like, I didn't realize, I, I totally forgot that when she was like, you know, the bitch isn't here. I was like, oh, okay. But then when, you know, later on, you see the the tag and it's, uh, the cat's collar, and it, it says bitch on it. <laughs> I oh, like, I didn't even. That's kind of. I was in my office watching and I wasn't close enough to the TV to catch that. That's awesome. Yeah, when, when, uh, when it's flipped over, it says bitch and then he turns it to the other side and it's got her name and phone number on the back. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, um,. And the problem, like the the like, the thing that's going to be hard to do with this, with this episode is, like like we mentioned earlier, there's only 15 minutes of dialogue, so you have over an hour of tension building, stalking, creeping around, you know, trying to figure out what to do, and yeah. like, we're we're not going to be able to really convey that to you guys in saying that if you haven't seen this movie that you should absolutely watch it Definitely. because like, if you're listening to this and you, you haven't seen it it's on netflix most of you are uh-huh. unfortunately probably stuck inside watch it and then mm-hmm. listen to this yeah absolutely because um we're, we're we're releasing this on monday the 13th we're recording it's a quarter to 7 p.m uh friday the 10th and as of an hour ago, I was watching it on Netflix, so it should still be there. Yeah. Um, like, we can tell you the beats of this movie, but without you, like, if you haven't seen it, you get so much more from the scenes where, you know, kind of the whole, it's like a big cat and mouse, like a mm-hmm. real gruesome Tom and Jerry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> more so. Stalking and, yeah. Um, when he gets hit with the frying so, pan, he bleeds. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't compare crossbow bolts to frying pans, but you know, I mean, there were there's a corkscrew later. In that show. That's, that's a kitchen utensil. Oh, there is a corkscrew. Hell yeah, there is. You know, this this probably would have ended super quick if she had a like a a firearm. I was just saying again. <laughs> yeah, like the one part when she's standing in the kitchen, and because it's like. A good part of this movie is just him walking around the house, looking inside the windows, trying to find where she is. Yeah. Like, one time he gets super close, just pull out, pull it out, done. Movie's over. (laughs) Well, that was Um, one of the things. And again, I I kind of explained it away in my head of that he just likes screwing with her. But it's like, just break a fucking window and end it already. Like, you don't have to be such a dick. You don't have to, but yeah, this is definitely this guy's uh, mo here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess if you're the, using a crossbow the... as a weapon, like it's more about the game yeah. than the actual result. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, I I was kind of scanning through your notes, so it's not written on here. So I'm just gonna pop it out now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, I'll wait till we get to the part where that actually happens. So, okay. Um, another really creepy part of the movie is after the video chat. You know, she's sitting there and she's work she's working on the ending for her book. Mm-hmm. And she has like seven of them written down and she's not sure what to do. So she's kind of like, you know, send me money. Um, this is dumb, blah, 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 whatever. Um, yeah, writing and then she gets things a, to herself. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. And then she gets um, a message on her computer from her phone that she's getting pictures. Mm-hmm. So she opens them up and then it's a series of like pictures of her from inside her house because when doing what she's doing right now exactly the entire time she was inside trying to feed her cat i believe he was behind her following her taking pictures of her yeah and then the last picture he takes was where she's kind of hunched over looking at her computer and reading the emails Exactly. And then she gets up and slowly walks to the door. And then he's standing outside. And, it's, and then the funny thing is, is because the mask that he's wearing, he's wearing a mask and a beanie. Mm-hmm. The mask that he's wearing is so basic and simple. But creepy as shit. It is super creepy. And then when he takes it off, I had, like, off topic real quick. So I had a a few back and forths with this movie because mm-hmm. like the i i loved kate's performance from beginning to end yeah she knocked it she knocked it out of the park 10 out of 10 for me and then with this guy here um shoot i had his name written down i don't remember what it was um oh john gallagher jr so he i kind of go back and forth on this one because like one minute I'm watching it, and I'm like, he's kind of really playing off this, like, aloof, I'm, you know, I'm crazy with, like, kind of the open mouth and, like, the droopy eye kind of thing when he's tormenting her. Mm -hmm. But then there's other times where I'm like, dude, this guy's just fucking nailing it. Yeah. And I don't know if it was the same for you, but I'm like, I don't know. He's kind of, like, when he was doing the acting, he was doing it great, but, like, I kind of felt like he was overselling the crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's such a fine line being able to do that, and especially when you're a character that's not like a Michael Myers or Voorhees where you have to talk. Like, you really have to toe the line to come across as crazy but not wacky. But I, I will give him, like, I'll give him all the credit, though, because even though, like, that sounds like it's my complaint... About mm-hmm. his performance, like, like you said, that's a hard line to toe. Yeah. So, well, and it's almost like did, it, it made him more everyman. Like he's just a normal, well, not normal, but he's just a guy being a creepy, murdering a hole, as so opposed uh, to a Hannibal have, Lecter who seems like more of a professional maniac. Right. Now, did you? ever see uh hellfest no okay so i can almost guarantee that you won't unless somebody has us watch it (laughs) sure um it it, 
like I, I dig the idea. I, I feel like I need to watch it again, but um, it does. It has um the girl from Scream with the short black hair, kind of the punk, mm. like the punk rebel looking chick. Like she's one of the mains in it. Like it's not horrible. I don't remember it being super bad, but at the same time, it, I kind of thought I was like, okay, this does kind of suck. Yeah. And I mean, it's got Tony Todd in it too, which is always good. Sure. Um, but the killer in this movie. I can't, it's not good. I'm just going to spoil it anyway, whatever. Because I, <laughs> like I said, I like there's so many movies out there that you should watch. This one doesn't need to be on that list right away. <laughs> Maybe Fair you'll enough. even forget. So at the end of the movie, this guy, you know, he's killing everybody at this um, like hell carnival, like this horror carnival. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie, he just, he he goes home and then takes his mask off puts it up on a shelf or whatever and then walks into his family like he just got home from work yeah you know and that like it's kind of like Blair Witch for me like that movie to me wasn't that awesome but like the like the last 30 seconds of that movie like put it over I kind of feel like that's what that's kind of what Hellfest was like it wasn't the best movie but they ended it on such a unsettling you never know what could happen kind of note that it almost kind of made up for it yeah it's kind of like um i see you talk same thing with this yeah it's like uh i can't think of his name the teacher in trick-or-treat oh yeah 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 where he's just a regular dad but he's carving up a head instead of a pumpkin with a son right and like you would never suspect it um Mama's at the store, baby. Sit down. Don't start with me. <laughs> Mommy's at the store. We, You know that she'll be right back. There you go, guys. A little glimpse into my life as a dad. Uh, Dylan Baker. Dylan yeah. Baker is uh, Stephen. Yeah. Do you want to come say hi? Hi. Since you stand there and throw a little mini fit. You want to come say hi? Come here. Say hi, horror fans. Hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Uh, that's my three-year-old daughter, Maisie, uh, for those that don't know, which should be most of you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll dive back into it. So, yeah, he shows himself outside with her phone. She locks him out, but he shuts off the power, cuts the tires. Um, Does all the preventative measures to keep her from contacting the outside and leaving and whatever. Right. Huh? I love you too. Yes, sit down, please. Um, so it's kind of nice because it it sort of alleviates the pitfalls of movies like this where they're stuck in a location. It's like, oh, we mm-hmm. have to try and run out to the car, but the car's not going to work. Oh, we have to try and call the police, right. but the power's off. Like it it cuts all that off at the pass, so it's not even an option from the right. get go. And I do like the. Yeah, and I, I like the fact that her only way, because like with being deaf and mute, the only way that she can really communicate is through video, uh, like FaceTiming 911, which she couldn't do once the power got turned off because the internet's off. Right. And she has a, a very nice Volkswagen Jetta, whatever, sitting out in the driveway. There's no reason why that car wouldn't start. 
and and be yeah. able to get away. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's not so some like, shitty pickup like truck this, in the woods. Exactly. Um, so well, she is in the woods. Yeah. Um, this is where, yeah, right here, this is kind of where it all kind of turns odd because she you know she takes the lipstick and she writes on the on the door saying you know she's like i didn't see your face uh you can leave i won't tell my boyfriend's coming home and then mm-hmm. to be a dick he takes the mask off and everything and it's like they they kind of he talks to her because she can read lips yeah and it's even more imposing i feel like having like not only is he going to try to kill her but he has it's a little more personal now because he's talked to her. You know what I mean? Like, she's seen him. He's... Yeah, I mean, this could have gone in so many different ways where he was just behind the mask the entire time and mm-hmm. he doesn't talk either. Right. And I think that could have been creepy too, but I the fact that he is so determined to screw with her and kill her that he takes off the mask yeah. and goes, you've seen my face, so you know how, in movies, how this is going to end. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so she barricades herself in the room, draws the curtains, and when her her friend Sarah, we kind of glazed over it before, but when Sarah runs to the house because she's trying to get away from this guy, um, she's she's like she's killed, but it's brutal. Yeah, like he not only is she arrowed he, in the back, and I think another time. He then, like, multi-stabs her in the gut. Yep, repeatedly. Yeah. It was not, it was not, not pretty. And so, um, he, she barricades herself in the room and he's using her lifeless body and arm to kind of knock on the window. Mm -hmm. Um, which is really, really creepy. Yeah. Um, she turns on the car alarm when she kind of gets out of the room and runs away, turns on the car alarm, hides in the kitchen. She tries grabbing. She when she's kind of having a, like a, a mini breakdown after she sets the alarm off on her car. Yeah. Um, she re, she remembers that he uh, she put her phone in her back pocket, even though I don't know if she actually ever saw her doing that, or maybe that's just something she does. Tries to get it, but then um, he comes running back around. And then um, gets his hand stuck in the window, mm-hmm. but then she lets go and then just hooks him in the in the arm with uh, the claw end of a hammer, which That's would what it really. Was. Suck. I, I blinked and missed what she hit him with. Yeah, it was it was a hammer, but it was the claw the the nail removing claw inside. Yeah. and so you know that it's it's one thing to be stabbed by a knife, but it's another thing to be stabbed with a blunt. Kind of yeah, kind of, it's more blunt, dude. Because like yeah, sure, sure they 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 come to a, a like a point, I guess, like a blunt point. But it's like you know, being that's not meant for stabbed hard enough with a butter knife that it actually hits, you know, penetrates. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that would that not would that suck I've done so that. bad. Just saying. No, no, but <laughs> it it doesn't it doesn't have a sharp point, and I mean, yeah, it's all bad. Yeah. Um so she tries to get outside. She hides under the deck. Here's her breath. Uh shoots an arrow, gets back inside, crawls 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm reading yeah, this. Yeah, I kind of um, bunched a lot so of stuff you, together. The thing yeah, that got so, me yeah, when she was outside was the fact that he can hear her, but she can't hear him or herself. And yeah. I know she's trying to be quiet, but even when I'm trying to be quiet, I'm loud. That's when you're the loudest is when you yeah. think that you're being quiet. Like yeah. if if my wife and daughter are asleep and I'm trying to tiptoe, that's mm-hmm. when like the kitchen makes the most creaks. You know, it Yarses I opened the, the fridge door and it sounds like somebody slammed the slammed the door. <laughs> yeah, that's the time um, so when yeah, I go to does. grab a glass and I hit the six other ones that are around it. Every other time it doesn't happen, but that <laughs> time when I'm trying to be quiet, that's when it happens. Yep, one hundred percent. Um so she she tries to run, but then Arrow gets shot and goes to a tree. So then as he's running towards her, she runs, she books it back in the house, mm-hmm. crawls back out the upstairs window, throws her um, flashlight in the woods, tries to climb down, but gets, then he kind of figures it out and gets an arrow in the leg, which would not, which would not be good. No. I mean, fortunately for her, it was a crossbow bolt and not like an actual arrow. Sure. Because an arrow has an arrow head to where it does more damage coming out essentially because of yeah those pointed the non-point ends right and a crossbow bolt is basically just like a cylinder with a triangle on the end and it's there's no it goes in but then it goes out just it doesn't as have easy. that fish hook effect exactly and then so when um she kind of he's climbing up chasing after and she stabs at him and then he falls down but then she kind of matrix backwards to where um, when he ch- oh, when he would seemingly shoot her in the face, that mm-hmm. it she dropped down and it missed. But then um, she gets the crossbow because he cl- yeah he throws it up there. She gets inside with it, um, and, and this is where it gets kind of shitty too because as she's he, he he gets up there and he's watching her try to load this crossbow. Yeah. And, you know, she's injured, and I've never tried to load one, but I know that there's a lot of pull on it. And so Yeah, I mean, I've seen different movies and shows where there's, like, a metal claw apparatus thing that you have to use to cock that mm-hmm. thing back. Yes. Yeah, so it, it's it definitely not easy. She, had, she does at one point, she actually does get it to go back in there, but it's definitely not for a lack of trying. She works yeah. on that thing for a while. Um, but while she's looking at the crossbow, this is what I was kind of hitting at earlier, there was uh, notches in it. And I would right. say probably close to a dozen of them. So he had, you know, obviously Not has his been first at rodeo. this uh, for a Right. He's been at it for a bit. And then uh, her, um, so Sarah's boyfriend, uh, John, the the neighbor's uh, boyfriend, comes looking to check in on for his girlfriend um the guy impersonates kind of a cop and then um after a little bit of a back and forth you know john starts to put together uh, that this guy is not what he says he is Mm -hmm. and then maddie runs to the window distracts him long enough just so that the guy can get just a quick shot right to the neck and then um yeah it really sucked because it's like if she hadn't have done that he probably could have killed that guy would have yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what he was saying. He's like, I had like a two in ten 
two out of ten chance of defeating you. Yeah. And then even after he gets him in the neck, and then the guy thinks that he's down, he runs and kind of tackles him. Yeah. And then puts him in a chokehold, and then if he he almost would have killed the guy. Yeah. And then when when John finally does pass, and then he gets free and he rega- like regains his breath. He's like, yeah, I, I would not have uh, survived that one as he's yeah. talking to himself. Uh, which is kind of funny, too, because even later when he pulls the cigarettes out of his uh, pocket, he uh, he's talk- He's kind of having a conversation with him. Like, you know, should we just do it? Yeah, you're, you're probably right. <laughs> and yeah, so, that's one and of this, those uh, things where it's like he's being, I don't know, it's... You could you could read that as he's trying to act crazy, or mm-hmm. he's just kind of a I don't know sarcastic and full of himself enough that it's like him gloating. Yeah, yeah he definitely has an arrogance about it. Um, I would almost say like I mean, there's there's definitely has to be some crazy there. Uh, well, yeah, th- there's definitely you don't go no, around killing people uh, with a crossbow when you're all there. Right, but I definitely got more sarcasm out of that exchange than yeah. anything. Um, so this was probably my favorite part. One of my favorite parts of the movie is um, she she runs out the door, and then he catches her, and then smacks her in the head with a with the rock, mm-hmm. and then basically just crushes. He smashes her her head in. Yeah, and then her head kind of turns to the side and then she opens her eyes and then um they disappear and then you kind of realizing that she's you wrote down uh hearing voices to write the ending the way out and the thing i liked about it too is definitely using what she called earlier with her writer's uh writer's brain yeah and was like basically walking through different scenarios of how this was going to play out you know, if she does this, this would happen. If she does that, that would happen. And that the only thing he wouldn't expect is that she has to kill him. Yeah, um, that was definitely that was easily was... my favorite part. It's kind of like in the the Robert Downey Sherlock Holmes movies, where he'll get to a situation so and he has to play through the <laughs> events to see how they'll unfold. Yep. I'm still waiting for part three, man. If they ever do it. Oh, well, we have, just have to be able to let things film again and. But it should be well, coming within yeah. a year or two. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, it's, it's on the so, way. Okay, cool. So the the cat shows up, and then he's kind of talking to the cat, and he pulls out his knife like he's going to kill the cat. Yeah, that was not um, happy for me. And then, yeah, I was like, don't kill the cat, don't kill the cat. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm more of a dog guy, but I definitely don't want to see any animals killed. Yeah. Um, she, she, she got the crossbow working and arrow right into the chest, but it comes at a price that when he gets up and chases her into the house, she drops the bolt and then tries to grab it and then gets her hands stuck in the door to yeah. which he starts to basically curb stomp it, mm-hmm. which was brutal. Yeah. That um, was rough. She gets up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and she gets up and she kind of uses her own blood from the bolt wound in her leg, and then she writes "do it" on the door, like taunting, and him. then writes, "Yeah," and then writes "coward" underneath it, which was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so he walks out to the car. He grabs his coat. Uh, he uh, grabs the co- uh, crowbar off the car, 
or out of it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then um, she writes his description into her laptop as he's trying to basically break the glass, which she definitely has some some real good glass windows <laughs> because yeah, they were not breaking. That is some quality glass. Uh, and she also does a little farewell to her parents. Like, I tried, I put up a yeah. fight. Yeah, I died fighting and all that kind of stuff, which was awesome. Um, so then she wrote, she goes upstairs and she hides in the bathroom. And he's in the, he like somehow sneaks into the bathtub behind her. Yeah, that part but, didn't I mean, make sense. Yeah, because I mean, like, there's a window, but it looked like it was a fixed window. Yeah. And so how he got in there, I was, I'm not sure, but so he's behind her and he's kind of talking to her, you know, he's, cause he's thinking, he's like, you know, I, he's like, I got her, I won. This yeah. is what, you know, was going to happen. But then he just a little too cocky, uh, gets some breath on her neck and then she flips the knife around as he tries to cut her and stabs him what looks to be in the side of the knee. Yeah, which, yeah, I think so. Um, out, which would be big time ouch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, ow. Um, Getting and so stabbed anywhere would she, probably hurt quite a bit, I would think. Well, I would assume so too, but like, there's a lot of bone right there. And mm -hmm. we're like right there in that knee. <laughs> yeah. And oh man, I don't. Yeah. So she tries to get away. She collapses in the kitchen. She has some hornet spray. Gets him in the eyes. Fuck, that would sting. And then mm -hmm. she sets off her alarm, which then he... It's super disorienting. I mean, I couldn't imagine with as loud as that thing is. And, and the bright flashing light. Plus bug spray yeah, in your that, eye. <laughs> knife yeah, to the she knee. she definitely did a number on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, she bites him. He's choking her out like nobody's business. Like, you think that she's about to die. Mm-hmm. Because, like, her, you know, you, she can hear her heartbeat and it's starting to fade. And then there's a corkscrew on the floor from when he knocked it off her counter or her mm -hmm. little table where her phone and computer charged. Yeah. Um, knocks it on the floor, but then she picks it up and gets it, it through his neck, but it's through the front of the neck to where you can see the exit wound <laughs> where it comes out on the other side. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck. But then the most awkward part about that is when she is he's still got that grip on her and it takes a little bit you're like oh my god is she gonna die while he's dying like mm -hmm. he's like not letting simultaneous go. death yeah and so she he finally kills over she gets up you kind of expect a you know last scare I guess if you know slasher movies teach you anything they always come back for one scare but yeah. it did not happen in this one um, it's hard she to bounce back from a corkscrew in the neck yeah that's true um but she she had dialed 911 and this is probably the part that stood out the most to me is that even though we have no idea how he got into the bathroom when you call 911 you have to give them a location but, like, they showed up within, like, three minutes. And so she's sitting on the front porch of her cabin house with uh, her cat sitting next to her. Mm -hmm. And the police show up, and then that's the end of the movie. 
I wondered. So like, okay, well. I wondered if maybe her smoke alarm going off, like maybe that's a built-in feature. It, or, potentially. Or maybe they, I don't know if, there probably wasn't enough time for them to trace the uh, FaceTime. But yeah, no, that, probably that, not. That could be a hole. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's so it's so minor that I'm I'm willing to overlook it. Yeah. But how about that, man? We just we just talked about a whole movie, the entirety of it, in less than an hour. It can be done. I'm so proud of you. I, Thank I you, never man. thought that I'd see the lot. day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told it helps like, when we're not we face to face and, and I... can't bullshit nearly as easily as we usually do. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, that's my favorite part is is just the ability to sit and bullshit. True. I think, I feel like we got um, a couple good ones, then. Thank you. I'm not a baby. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> um, so, yep, that's uh, that's Hush in a nutshell. Did you do um, a uh, scorecard? I didn't, man. I, I, I thought about it, and when you messaged me saying, hey, whatever we do for a special category, let me know. I'm like, dude, there's five total people in this movie, four of them you see. Like, I, I mean, if you did one, I, I definitely would love to hear it. But um, Yeah, I'll go through mine. Okay, yeah, give us your scorecard, and uh, maybe I'll riff off of that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, my best killer scare is when he kills the friend, because it was so unexpected. Like, she's just cleaning yeah. up after dinner, and then just out of nowhere, the friend starts banging on the door and gets arrowed, and then the brutal stabbing. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was nuts, and even though, even, uh, I mean... I can go opposite of that, and I can pick uh, John's death. Yeah. Because the a way that he kind of dispatches him. Yeah, the way he kind of dispatches him because of how big he is, and, like, he's not going to win a front-on fight, so he gets the quick jab to the neck. Mm -hmm. He gets him in the back of the leg to drop him. Which you uh, My most wanted to die was literally anyone else. Like, to your point, it's hard to do a <laughs> scorecard because so few things happen. But, yeah. I mean, that's the style of movie it is. So there's not yep. really... It, it defeats the purpose if you see him go on a killing spree and then he gets to her house. Yeah, I agree. But... Uh, most wanted to live the cat. Yeah, I figured Obviously. as much. That would have been mine, too. That was a clincher. <laughs> like, I really thought they were going to do some horrible thing where he dispatches with it and I was going to be like... I was going to be cheering even more when she killed him. Yeah, because it's like, you know that he was just going to put the knife through the side of the neck. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no. Not to the cat. Uh, grossest no. moment for me was the multiple stabbings of the friend. Yeah. That was just brutal. Uh, it was. I would I would probably go with the bashing of the head uh, in, mm. her, in her mind with the rock. That was pretty, that would have sucked. Yeah. <laughs> And then my dumbest moment, it was kind of a toss-up, but I went with, he should have just killed her. Yeah. Like, I get the impulse to screw with her as much as possible, but just, if you would have killed her, just it would have been fine, already. and you could have gone on to crossbow another day. 
<laughs> yes, he could have. <laughs> Made um, Hawkeye proud, you know. Yep, I hear that. Uh, you got anything else on there? I, I know I didn't give you a special category, but I didn't know no, if that's you it. improvised one or not. No, I couldn't think of anything. Oh, right. Like I said, I mean, I love a, a self-isolated movie where it's all, you know, in one location. Um, mm-hmm. But given it that, do, it, it does makes make it, it difficult, difficult to, do a score to actually card. do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the scorecard doesn't always work, unfortunately. Uh, I give you kudos for a valiant effort. Um, and I give you kudos for giving so yeah. me kudos because that doesn't happen often. <laughs> just take it in <laughs> I am alright really nice. man so that, that that pretty much nails it for Hush yeah um, without further ado you want to let everybody know where we're headed next sure uh, I I went through my list of uh, horror movies that I made before we started doing this show and uh, I eventually oh you stumbled. found the list huh well, no, oh, cool. I found I did find that list, but I went through my actual list of like all the horror movies I own. Oh, and that's okay. What, okay. That, that's what I do when I'm stuck for a topic, is I go through the list and going, yeah, no, maybe, no, 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 and I landed on right. the faculty, which is I, I've I've seen it I think two maybe twice. Yeah. I know my wife my wife was actually actually watching it a few months back and it kind of caught me off guard because my wife doesn't do horror movies or well you know i felt like like with all the horrible things going on right now it would be good to do one that's a bit wacky and strange and an invasion of the body snatchers with teachers being aliens is uh you know fits that bill pretty well yeah that's exactly that's 100 percent why we didn't do any pandemic movies because a, and unless one is requested, I don't think we will. Yeah, I mean, everybody and their mothers are out there doing, you know, quarantine and contagion yeah. or outbreak, talking about all these type of movies. And, like, we're, we're here to, we want to entertain you, but mm-hmm. we don't want to entertain you with things that are kind of going on right now. So yeah. we just figured... And I already know what my next movie is. I'll tell you off air. I'm I'm kind of excited for it, but it's oh cool. We're definitely going off the rails. Yeah. So. Have some fun in these trying oh. times. Hell yeah! Well, um, I'll definitely get with you Sunday to get this um, edited and linked up, and we'll see how it, uh, it drops. Mm-hmm. But um, until then, you can find us on Facebook at Pod and Gore Podcast. Um, we have. Uh, the Facebook page. We got a group. You can also now find us on the Slasher app. Yeah. Just look up. Um, it's pod. In, it's pod underscore and pod and score. Uh, it's pod and gore podcast, but there's underscores instead of spaces. You can mm-hmm. find us on there. It's basically like Facebook for horror movies or yeah. horror fans. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm still trying to figure it out, but. Um, yeah, dude. It's like we've been on there maybe a week. We have. Let me see how many what we're up to in friends here. Um, dude, we had we're at 135 friends already. Wow. Um, I try to post on there as much as I can as well. I kind of substituted uh, Twitter for uh, the Slasher app. Yeah, it um, seems like it's picking up a lot more steam than our Twitter ever has. No, nope, that's for sure. 
And so you can find us on those. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod. Um, you can email us at podandgore at gmail.com. Uh, if you get bored, there's not a lot going on right now, so hit us up. Yeah, and um, feel free to go over to the Facebook page. There's always, you know, funny pictures and conversations in the group and stuff. You know, feel free to stop by and let us know. And if there's a movie you want yeah. us to do, you know, we always say we, we kind of shoot from the hip on this and pick whatever we feel like doing. But if there's something you want us to cover, uh, we won't know well, unless you let us know. Well, and that's the thing, though, my man, is the movie that's been the most requested as of late to me is one that you are not in a hurry to cover <laughs> and no razor. so um yeah <laughs> we'll do it i like i said i, I i'm i'm willing I to watch we'll it again it. it's been a very long time and if i still hate it i always love ribbon on something maximum overdrive yeah, i know you i know you do i know <laughs> you do um so actually yeah we'll we'll look into that one but yeah. um yeah until then um yeah hit us up on the social medias uh, we'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, we want to figure out some more interactive things. So maybe if there's a way that we get, can finally get that off the ground, we will. Mm-hmm. Um, but but until then, um, I've been Brandon. And I've been Justin. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.